everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the Effort of Community Church weekly podcast, conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Effort of Community friends, you are joining us in the midst of our 2023 um, season, 21 Days of Fasting. We want to say welcome to you. We're going to chat a little bit about what's going on whenever you're joining us. You could be watching us in three weeks from now. Three months, three years, mm-hmm. we just want to bring you um, a greetings. Matt Swords, pastor of Discipleship High. I'm Jim Ehrman. I work in our area of advancement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, you did the sermon this past weekend, yep. must say. Above average job, really loved it. Oh, thanks. Um, uh, it meant a great deal to me two weeks into a fast. Um, mm-hmm. I happened to be out running errands yesterday, didn't catch Matt live, ended up listening later, and just... It had this ability to regalvanize why I do what I do around fasting, so I want to yep. chat a little bit about that. Yeah, let's do it. Um, uh, and but I want to particularly jump in with one of the things I appreciate in your message was the f- you you said that when you first got exposed to the spiritual discipline of fasting, it was so radically new to you yep. that you were you had recently really seriously given your life to Jesus, walked in, saw a guy who was on a 40-day yeah. fast. He was gaunt, yeah. right? Yeah. And you were like, what have I gotten into? Yeah, and and the way it was shared with me, kind of like, what's wrong with this guy? Is he sick? Um, <laughs> Is he here like, for prayer? Yeah, like, should we lay hands on this guy and see him healed? And he, um, a friend would have said, oh, and that's, you know, he's doing a 40-day fast. And I was just like, he's doing what, you know? And and it really kind of messed my mind up. Like, how is this an option in Christ? Did I sign up for that? And kind of this feeling of like, God, don't ever. Or is this what true spirituality yeah, is? It, exactly. And is this where I'm headed. Well, <laughs> it's just you hear something, and there's a million ways that we interpret what we just the information we just heard, and then how we kind of then imagine the way God is, or how He leads, or what it means, yeah. and we can create this narrative, whether it's healthy or not. And that's what was going on. It was a, it was a just a I was confused by it. Yeah. I I needed to know like, and and there wasn't like a lot of teaching that at least I was personally exposed to in fasting. Yeah. yeah. At that point, uh, so it was just completely new. That's and, right. And, and then here yeah. you are now, a couple years later. Well, more than a couple. Um, <clears throat> yeah. You're the person we throw up to talk about like yeah. what fasting has done and the power of it. And first of all, I do want to say how much I appreciate you. You carry fasting about as beautifully as I can imagine it being carried where it's the it's it's the beauty between fasting as an art and a discipline right but also just finding the heart of God in fasting not just some kind of earning our way like like I always say this grace is opposed to earning it's not opposed to effort Dan Golnick our new pastor of leadership development threw that out the other week love it grace is opposed to earning it's not opposed to effort Right. That's partly what a spiritual discipline is. Yeah, and I would have started off the message by just highlighting the fact that like spiritual disciplines are activities we engage in so we can connect to uh, who God is. We can connect our spirit to him like we are spiritual beings. Uh, and so we do a whole host of disciplines so as to engage that reality of who we are. Um, and just like you can read the Bible and just then be words on a page and get nothing out of it, um, or the Luke 24 example, we're not our hearts burning within us. God really opened up my eyes to see how in fasting, yeah. the life you can get, paradoxically, you are the most, some of the fasting experiences I've had, I've been the most like like weak and incapable of doing anything except surviving. Mm-hmm. Like that, that might be a little dramatic, but not far off. That's like right. seriously, I'm there at home, 
And and some of my, I won't go into the details of my fasting uh, experiences, other than to say I just was so mindful of how weak and frail yeah. I was, yeah. and it was in that place that I had um, a disproportionate uh, infilling of life and connection to the Spirit of God and and the Word that just filled me, yeah. where I'm like, man, my heart is burning right now mm-hmm. in my connection to God and the vibrancy of his word and the, how loud he is communicating to me while at the same time being so frail in my physical oh, form. Man. And I just want to, I want to make sure we highlight something there because hearing you speak, um, share this topic, something hit me where fasting isn't about getting God to speak. It's about getting on the frequency because right. God, is, God is speaking. Right. right? There's something right. The, there. <laughs> yeah, I would use the illustration of a plant in the shade versus putting it in the sun. Like the, You're not earning anything. You didn't twist God's arm to do anything. He's, he's pouring himself out. Fasting is posturing yourself so as to receive what's mm-hmm. there to be received. And we have this plant right here. I don't know if that's alive or dead. Um, but imagine there's... <laughs> Imagine there's the sun and you're just moving the plant into the sun and then you watch the plant flourish. And it's just like the plant didn't do anything to earn it. They're not loved more by God. You know, just because a person does fasting doesn't mean that God loves them more. However, you will watch them come to life because they are standing in what Jesus is giving. Um, and, and, and I love that. Uh, and I was I didn't start there, of course. No, you didn't. Um, yeah. And I didn't. I didn't blaze a trail into extended fasting in my own strength. Like, I hated the idea. I never thought about it until the moment when the Lord said, um, I was praying the, this prayer, draw me deeper, and the Lord spoke to me. He said, I want you to fast. Yeah, that's right. And it was so, like, I was so filled with that vision, that God is answering my prayer, mm-hmm. that the cost, sorry, the, the benefit far outweighed the cost. That's like, right. I, was, I was aware of the cost, and don't get me wrong, we're all aware of the cost. That's right. But man, can we let's fix our eyes on what we're being invited into, and not what we're laying hold, of, uh, right. letting go of for a time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I do want to highlight something I was thinking as I was hearing your message. Um, when I look at New Testament fasting and even some of Jesus's um, call around it, it has a lot to do with getting breakthrough in an area. You mm-hmm. know, for instance, uh, Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration comes off of it. He finds ten of his disciples at least. There's two or yeah. three with him, right? Um, there's at least nine or ten of his disciples that are talking with the father about a boy yeah. that has a spirit that throws himself down, etc. And and they wondered later why they couldn't throw them out. And Jesus said, "Hey, that one's that that comes out by the prayer and fasting." Prayer and, fasting. Yeah. and we're going to talk this coming week. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, it's pretty exciting. Kevin's going to be talking about what it means to have a fasted lifestyle because right. Jesus didn't then go away and pray and fast before he could deal with that demon. Right. So, some about his lifestyle was available. So, I do know this. There's something about fasting for breakthrough. But mm-hmm. also there's another thing you mentioned that I thought was really you're going to have so much exposed of what's going on inside yourself, right? Yep. So yep. I always say this, if you're going to if you're going to enter into fasting, whatever it is, retail fasting, social media fasting, yep. food fasting, right. um alcohol fasting, whatever it is, you're going to have something that's shown to you. You got to be the type of person that's interested in knowing something about sure. yourself. Or I highly recommend there should be a warning label on fasting. Yeah, I would, certain fasting, I would, some messages I've taught, uh, I've called it uh, by invitation only, mm-hmm. um, where um, you avail yourself to God, who is your shepherd, and you say, God, lead me into life, right? Um, and and be open to him, invite you into fasting. 
but the invitation only really for me falls into that category when it's like extended fasting mm-hmm. uh, or water only fasting, you know, kind of the more extreme levels of fasting. Jesus did not fast for 40 days on, I assume, maybe he had some water, maybe not. It doesn't detail what he did. Yeah, he does, yeah. Ma- and Matthew 4 and, and Luke 4. Um, he was led by the Spirit into it, right? Um, and so we, I don't... I don't know if we have too much clarity into the lifestyle of fasting Jesus would have partook of. You know, he woke early to pray. He would go into isolation. So there's solitude disciplines he would Mm -hmm. uh, practice. Um, I know people that have the first three days of the month they'll engage in fasting just as a regular discipline Mm -hmm. to keep that current. Uh, For me, I actually never actually cultivated a um, a uh, rhythm or a pattern of fasting as a discipline monthly or, or mm-hmm. what have you. Uh, I've only ever fasted when I felt either ECC called it mm-hmm. or the Lord spoke specifically to me and said, Matt, I want you to fast. And that would happen, you know, several times a year, once a year. It was, But I've never personally had that rhythm. However, I think there's a lot of merit to that uh, rhythm. Now, I'll say this one thing. And you can ask any questions that come to mind. But sure. I have found the introspective work, the self-discovery, the realization that like last year, you and I were t- chatting on our fast last year, how much food was a comfort to me, right? I, it was like day 13. I remember writing in my journal how I wasn't hungry, but I wanted the comfort that food provided. Mm. And it just I just oh, became goodness, aware yeah. of like, wow. How we can turn to these things just to bring, bring comfort. It's as much about your rhythms, media, food, anything. Yeah. It's as much about the rhythms of the role it plays in your day as it yeah. is around the actual item or what it right. immediately sustains you in. Right? right, but I didn't. You don't necessarily see those things on a one-day fast or a three-day fast because you're so. Those first few days, it's like getting trying to get out when you're on the ocean. You have all these waves breaking on the shore and then the, the more calm water out past the, mm-hmm. the breaking waves. Well, the first few days of fasting, especially food fasting, it's just loud. It's angry. <laughs> it's just disorienting. You can't yeah. think straight. And then you do get out on the smooth water. and Where you can reflect on the role of food. Exactly. Not just the desire of food. Yeah, and, and food's one element of right. it. You also gain clarity and insight and sensitivity to Jesus, his word, what he's doing, the promises. I fast often, specifically even now, over prophetic words, things that yeah. God has spoken to me that I'm actively praying into. Mm-hmm. God, either prepare me to receive this promise or give clarity and insight of what you would have me do as it relates to this That's promise. Right. So. That's right. Now, I, would, I do want to say this. Um, I want to talk a little bit. I'll give you a hint where I'm headed with this. Sure. <laughs> um, and then I, I want to tell a little bit of a story or a thought I have. But uh, there's a difference between individual fasting and in corporate. Um, and we have to remember that Kevin, for the last two years, has done something I've never seen him do before, and he claims he hasn't done before. He's always invited the community to a fast. Mm-hmm. He's actually called us to a fast. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, it's one step shy of a commanding, right? Yeah, right? And I'm not sure if a leader of a local voluntary organization called a church is ever going to get to the point of being able to command one, but I'll give you a hint. When Kevin's sitting saying, hey, I'm calling you, he's pretty passionate about yeah. something, right? There's mm-hmm. something. Now, he has a concern at this moment. I happen yeah. to know that this call comes out of a concern, and that is around the role of the outsized or the disproportionate sized role that media is playing Correct. in our life. In yep. two ways. One, as a distractor, Mm-hmm. And two as an informer, yeah. right? In other words, he, a distractor would be maybe the way my 21-year-old 
son or daughter just flips through sure. and just kills the pain of the end of the day or just finds themselves just picking up their phone 60 sure. times a day. An informer, um, which of course you could argue they're both going on, an informer is when all of a sudden national voices are becoming more of your informer than actually how many local people are intimately right. involved. Now I just yep. want, I bring this up because it brings us to something. When I hear you speak, I, 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 look, I hear you as someone who I leave and look to for advice of, Matt, I'm wrestling over something, mm-hmm. or this word of knowledge I've gotten, or this question I have, or this vocational reality. You would point me toward individual fasting as a way to get deeper into those questions or those wrestlings, etc. By the way, you might sit and go, but Jim, I'm so much more than that. Yeah. Well, of course you are, friend. Oh, yeah. But I just want to say, like, I yeah. look to Matt Swords as one of your fastballs. Matt, I'm wrestling with something individually. You're going to say to me, Jim, fasting can help, right? That's definitely part of. So the way I didn't know this question was coming. I know. The way Welcome I immediately to, responded to that was like, yeah, well, if that's what the spirit leads you to do, you know, right. um, because. But yes, absolutely. You should have an expectation with fasting. You should go into fasting expecting that God will bring clarity to your life. Now he's Lord and he knows you better than you know you, right? So the, the thing you should expect most is that whatever God does highlight is what you need highlighted That's to right, you, right. whether or not it's what you're asking for. That's right. You can go into it with this, you're God and I'm not. I'm asking this, Isn't but I avail true? myself yeah, to right. the rest of it. And all these other things will be added onto you. There's yeah. the beauty, right? You get into <clears throat> fasting. You know, I should mention it. I had something come up in this particular fast in the first week. That ended up dominating the first week's fast, and it wasn't the thing that I was going right. expecting that's, to receive in it, right? And that's so spend, exactly, you're saying that's awesome. sit down on that and watch what other breakthroughs you get. Another or breakthroughs is a strong word, but right. insights or so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, make known to the Lord. You know, cast all your cares on Him, for He cares for you. Yeah. But in so doing. Um, what you also have to do is is put it there. Was this Second Timothy chapter one? It's first, I think nine and verse twelve. Paul says, um, "I am confident that the Lord is able to guard what I have entrusted to Him." Mm-hmm. And then the next verse, I think it's verse eleven or twelve, where he says, "Guard therefore what the Holy Spirit has entrusted to you." Mm-hmm. And so there's this exchange. I'm carrying this thing, but I release it to the Lord because I'm confident He can guard it properly. That's right. And I am now entrusted with something he's giving to me that only I can guard. So with that in mind, um, he invites me to bring my cares before him. And so therefore I bring them before him. And, and, and part of what I do at the beginning of every fast is have a clear vision. I'm, I'm fasting for these things and I'll journal them out. Any clarity, any reading of the word, book studies I'll do related to that topic, of course I'll, I'll do them and I'll journal about them. But I am taking purposeful time to be yeah. quiet, just That's to be right. quiet, and allow the Lord to inform me of his priority for this time. That's right. Um, and so the one extended fast I did, which was the draw me deeper story, all I knew to pray was draw me deeper. But it was during that time where he showed me Matthew 9, which was the wineskin. You don't pour new wine into an old wineskin. And it just blew my mind to be instructed by Jesus himself. Yeah. He came alongside of me. And he, he counseled me and he instructed me on truth mm-hmm. and what he was doing. Although I had a prayer, he had an initiative that we need to yield That's to. Right. Um, and so if you came to me and said, Matt, I'm wrestling over this thing, will fasting help? Well, it will definitely help, but there's no guarantee you get the response you're hoping for. That's right. And there, I would never guarantee that. Um, yeah, but fasting absolutely will bring 
the clarity and insight that, oh, that you need. And I love that you just said absolutely because I want to end on this point. If there's one guarantee we're making to you as a community is that fasting is a chance to get on the frequency of God, and God uh-huh. will meet you. Your frequency will be adjusted. No, I, I, I want to break this view that fasting is somehow pulling heaven down and remind you it's around you. Yeah. Our great challenge is tuning into the fact that it's yeah. around us. Fasting is quite possibly the most invasive but one of the most powerful ways oh, to yeah. be able to do that. For sure, and I would even highlight, again, keeping on the topic of gaining understanding, you reflect on Daniel's experience. He fasted a couple times in the book of Daniel, but an angel came to him, and both times, there's two examples, an angel starts his sentence with, one, a man of high esteem, but then he says, I've come to bring you understanding. That's right. Uh, And so fasting, like one of the more painful elements of preaching this past weekend is all of the topics I couldn't cover within within fasting and what it can give you um, and what you should expect it to do one of which is to gain understanding yeah. um, because yeah. that's what he does. Yeah, and I'm going to suggest you too, we couldn't go into all the details like food fasting in particular, what it does for the body, yeah. much less I'm going to suggest even things like media. So we will ask you this though, our lead pastor called us to a media fast. Yeah. And I am encouraging you this week, something really practical taken out of this podcast. If you engaged at all in a media fast, would you talk to one person about your reflections? You're two weeks in, you have seven more days. If you haven't done it, we encourage you to dive into something. However small, you know, we just got this great testimony back of um, an individual who heard retail therapy mentioned a couple weeks ago as one of the things you could give up. Actually stepped towards that, received back a powerful mm-hmm. testimony from her of what God did in that in her yep. life by by simply watching when she's purchasing um, uh, yeah. and why she's purchasing. Et I think the, I think it was she was the Lord told her not to buy anything yeah, during the fast, so she had to shopping. She, she did had to do all exactly twenty one day advanced grocery shopping yeah. list because she really went for it. But all that to say, we simply want to say, would you talk to someone about some of the insights you've had? Yeah. Um, and we, we, we think there's something beautiful that's going to happen to that. It'll also inspire us all for these last seven days. Hey, as I mentioned earlier, Kevin's going to be sharing this week on the mm-hmm. fasted life, what an, an ongoing fasted life looks like outside of these climactic kind of pronounced moments we've just yep. had as 21 days. Really looking forward to that. Anything else yep. you want to say before we say bye? So many things, but I, I know, will. dude, you're just puffing. Dude. I know you enough. Anyway, <laughs> it is always a pleasure to be on here with you, Jim. I appreciate you. Matt behind the camera, everybody. Oh, yeah. He's hey, awesome too. That brings me to Matt behind the camera. Matt Gwynn, our um, new um, videographer manager here at the church. He, we're going to be experimenting with a couple new looks in the next few weeks. Yep. Uh, uh, we want your feedback. Yeah, I mean, literally, um, every week or a week or two, we're going to switch up backdrops, switch up room a little bit. Go ahead and send us an email to yeah. see how you're experiencing. Studio at effortofcommunity.church. Studio at effortofcommunity.church. And then give us your thoughts. Not so much on the podcast. Matt and I know that we're above average, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> Won't say how high. we got like 72s. But hey, it's above average. Um, yeah. You know, like Wobegon sense. But all I have to say, let us know what you're thinking about the studio, even as we're toying with some things over the next yeah. few weeks. And keep an eye out for some fun videography stuff coming this year. This is a year mm. where Matt and Matt and I are sitting down to think, how can video be used in ongoing discipleship here? We have some neat ideas. Pray for these two, especially as they sort out some of that stuff. Well, and, uh, and the fact that we have the same first name, pray for us. I know. That's well, not happening. Pray for me. I'm the confused one. Uh, all right, everyone. We hope you have a great week. Yeah, God bless. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening and that you'll join us again next week. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us by visiting effortofcommunitychurch.com. Thank you.